lover's heart for me, for me. Hey, all you lovebirds. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm your host, Alyssa. Thanks for joining me. Today I have a special guest, a returning special guest, my husband, Cisco. Say hi, honey. Good evening, everyone. I'm very glad to be back, and we will hope you enjoy today's little episode. Yeah, this is definitely a classic episode. Don't you agree? It is, and it's one of my favorites. Um, my Well, one of my favorite characters, Ralph, really develops in this episode, and uh, yeah, it's a good one, for sure. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and we really don't see Ralph that much until this episode, huh? No, and <laughs> yeah, we really get to look into their home uh, their home life for yeah. a little bit, and you know what? They are a fun family. Yeah, they are. This episode aired on February 9th, 1993. It's season four, episode 15. <laughs> 15, yes. No, I was only six uh, at that time, but yet... Why do you have to remind me of that? I understood love. I understood Ralph. You were six. You were almost seven. In it a was way, in February. I am Ralph. Oh boy. Nineteen ninety three I was in uh eighth grade. <laughs> yeah, I was in second grade. <laughs> and I was obsessed with Beverly Hills nine oh two one oh. I was obsessed. And the show as well, but <laughs> So beginning of this episode, the chalkboard gag says, I will not call the principal Spudhead. That's pretty funny. And the couch gag is like this big circus act where they start dancing and there's elephants and trapeze artists and jugglers and all kinds of fun stuff. And it's kind of hard to see, but um, if you pay attention, you can see Santa's little helper in the background doing a little <laughs> uh, stand up on his on his hind legs yeah. while bouncing a ball on his nose. On his nose, yeah. I think that is just really classic uh, you know, carnival stuff. Yeah. I'm going to start you guys off with the clip here. Into my graveyard Doing the monster mash with you on this beautiful Valentine's Day. Marty, why did you play that song today? There must be thousands of love songs. Well, it's it's kind of a love song. All the monsters enjoying each other's company, you know, dancing, holding their evil in check. You played the wrong record, didn't you? Why are you doing this to me? So, <laughs> why are you doing this to me? That cracks me up. They talk about love songs. There's a million love songs they could play. So what do you think the love songs were from this time, from February 1993? There are some really good ones. Let me give you a hint. There were some really good ones here. Can you take any guesses? Uh, no, I'm sorry. I was only six back then. I know, but <laughs> these are very popular songs that you would have heard of even when you were six. Uh, Return of the Mac? No, honey. Uh, love songs. That is a love song. With the word love in it. Uh, love hurts. No, that's a good. That's a good guess, though. Okay, so I'm just gonna give you a couple of these songs. Um, I have a list here from February 1993. Love songs. I do anything for love, but I won't do that by Meatloaf. Oh, I'll do that though. <laughs> uh, that's the way love goes, Janet Jackson. Uh, I can't help falling in love with you by UB40, which was a cover for of Elvis, which I like that version way better, the Elvis version. But you know, that's just me. Said I loved you, but I lied. Michael Bolton. He was huge in 1993. Uh, the Power of Love, Celine Dion. And that's about it for those. So do you know any of those songs, honey? Of course I do. <laughs> Which ones? Uh, <laughs> all of them. You know the Meatloaf song? Oh, that was of so popular. Oh, my goodness. Well, like I said, I would do anything for love. 
and I will specially do that. <laughs> All right, let's move it on here. Uh, so while the Monster Mash song is playing on the radio, which was too funny, Bart is uh, painting his own words on candy hearts. And what are some of the words he's painting? Prize pig, eat my shorts, kiss off, and you stink. Oh, no. Love sucks. Oh, love sucks was the other one, yeah. S-U-X. X. <laughs> okay, then we go to the to Moe's Tavern. Mo opens a valentine from a secret admirer. And who is it? He turns over to... Barney says, huh, then says, yoo-hoo, then blows him a nice burpee kiss. Yeah, pretty funny. I mean, if, if that's not love, then what is love? <laughs> Quick note, I know we went by this or passed already. Sorry. <laughs> Bart's handwriting has is horrible. He can't even understand it himself, but yet he finds the skill to write so perfectly Tiny. on these cards. That <laughs> is, when I saw that, I was like, you know what? Evil has a special place in his heart and it brings out the best in him. Yeah, it does. Or the worst, you know, <laughs> however you want to look at it. And it's like perfect writing on there yeah. too. Okay, um, then we're at breakfast. This is, remember, this is Valentine's Day. Breakfast of Valentine's Day. Marge makes Homer a breakfast that spells out I love you with bacon. Mm. And uh, he's like, uh-oh, what, did I, what day is it? Is it her birthday? Is it anniversary? He goes, happy Valentine's Day. And he got the right one, huh? Yes, woohoo. <laughs> I mean, what are the chances of that? But did he get her a gift? Of course he did not. Of course he did not. I'll bet you have a lot of things planned, eh, Dad? Uh, kind of. Nobody makes a big deal out of Valentine's Day. If you think I'm cuddly and you want my company, come on, wifey, let me know. Ow! 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 All right, so in that clip, you hear Ned dressed up. He's dressed up in a big heart, like a Cupid costume, and he's serenading Maud, and he's singing the Rod Stewart song, Do You Think I'm Sexy? Uh, it was from 1978, and of course, Ned doesn't say sexy because it's oh, Ned, no. so he, he, he changes it up a little. Would you ever do that for me? Would you ever serenade me? I do that every morning. No, you don't. You're just asleep. <laughs> And I, and I do write my own songs and my own lyrics. Well, Homer needs to, obviously, Homer needs to sneak, uh, buy a Valentine's Day gift for Marge, so he sneaks out of the house and <laughs> exits via the second floor window. Well, the funny thing is, he's like, yeah, I got your gift. It's in the second room, I mean, second floor. It's upstairs on the second floor. So you can hear him just, I mean, obviously, he's a heavy guy, and you can hear him, like, scampering above, <laughs> above them, and you can see their eyes just, you know, <laughs> Tracing the sound, then you see him falling back because try to grab onto the the ring gutter, and you know it didn't hold him. There are so many scenes like this in The Simpsons where you just hear the footsteps, and then you hear a car screeching away. Krusty was one of them. Remember when Krusty had to pay the gangsters? He had he owed money to the gangsters, and he's like, "Oh, oh gosh, man, Krusty." That well, that's another oh another day. We have other episodes. We'll definitely go into at a later time. Should do like a Krusty only month we should there are so many episodes we could do for crusty cam crusty would be one of them that'll be the first one guys 100 percent, right babe best episode ever that's his favorite episode my favorite episode is where uh he becomes uh well the godfather the, the mob is after him that's my favorite one because it makes fun of the godfather okay so homer goes to the quickie mart and apu tries to sell him a box of chocolates for a hundred dollars he gives in and also buys expired baby food <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, he 
he knows Homer knows his being gouged. He's like, I will never pay a hundred dollars. He's like, I bet you will. And well, he's out of options, so he gives in. Then angrily Homer exclaims, I'm never shopping here again. He's like, Well, give me five cents off. Expired uh, baby food. He's like, Woohoo! <laughs> what was the other episode where Homer ate expired food? Do you remember? Oh, or it bought expired food? Of course. Which one was it? Well, he's. I mean, he's done it on several occasions. Which is the one where? Which was the? Uh, the hot dog was a great one. The hot dog is the one where Apu lost his quickie mart. And then uh, ham, too. Oh yeah, I forgot about the ham. It was like ten years expired. Oh, Homer's so stupid. That's disgusting. Everybody knows not to eat anything past nine years expired. <laughs> Lisa's in class, and they're making ma- mailboxes to store their valentines, and Ralph has some problems. Yes, Ralph? My parents won't let me use scissors. <laughs> <laughs> the children are right to laugh at you, Ralph. These things couldn't cut butter. Now, take out your red crayons. Miss Hoover? Yes, Ralph? I don't have a red crayon. Why not? I ate it. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ralph is the kid that always ate the glue, always ate the crayons. What else? Uh, what else do the kids... Uh, there was a kid like that in my class, too. Uh, well, I was in, in those type of classes. I was in the regular classes. <laughs> Shut so, up. <laughs> and so, but, you know. You know what? We did have uh, we did have one guy, uh, one kid who's called Drooly. Drooly, huh? Drooly. Because he constantly would draw, and this is not even an exaggeration... He would like days off with a pencil in his mouth and just like a waterfall, a drool will come down his mouth onto his desk. <laughs> and we're always staring at him like, what is wrong with this kid? And it's not like his mental state. Like he wasn't you know, that. It's just, there was just something about him. <laughs> cool kid on the playground, but not so much in the, in the classroom. And like I said, this episode really shows you who Ralph is. That he's like the the nerd. What would you say he's a nerd? He's no. kind of like the he's the idiot. He's like the yeah. what's that called? What's that word? Um, help me out here. Uh, he's a the <laughs> very special kid in the class. The dunce is that the right word? Yeah. The dunce of the class. Okay. Uh, the kids exchange valentines. Everybody gets one, but poor Ralph. No, well, everybody gets several. I'm sorry, everybody gets several. And here is the sad part: Ralph is giving them out like you know. Oh yeah, of, he's giving like every- going out of style. Well, I don't know about you, and I think I've talked to you about this before. But when I when I was in school back in the Stone Age, we had to give Valentines to every kid, or we couldn't hand them out. <laughs> no, that's that's what the rule was. We just gave them out to whoever we wanted. No, we we had to have enough for because I remember this. They, they would give us the names of all the kids in the class uh-huh. on a list, and then you know, and how many it was, and we'd have to give candy. And this is before they had the gluten-free stuff, you know, like, you know, all the kids that couldn't eat gluten or sugar or any of that stuff when you could actually bring in treats, uh-huh. you know, back in the 80s. <laughs> that That's what we had to do. We had to give it to every single person, even the nerds, even the jerks. We had to do it. Well, how did they know that if you did or not? Because the, you would have... Will the teacher check on them? No, but... Or would they say, this? everybody have a final count? No. They didn't do that. See, you can't enforce. Things. It was just to, you know, to keep everybody included. Make everybody no. feel included. No. Valentine's is the best time when you can exclude. It's just like... Uh, that's terrible. It's like dodgeball. That's what I compare it to. Dodgeball and Valentine's go ahead and Oh, hand. wow. You stick with the good and you pick on the weak. Not in second grade. Well, not the weak like the nerds. I'm talking about, hey, if there's a bull in your class, you're not going to tell them a, you're not going to give them a, 
uh, heart you. Card. Oh yes, I did. If uh, the boys that I had a crush on, I would choose those little candy hearts very carefully, and the thing and the little Valentine sayings. How did that work out for you? Not very well. He just they just probably ate it and didn't even notice. But you know. Okay, we went off on a tangent there, but Lisa notices that Ralph doesn't have any Valentines, and she's feeling sorry for him. So she takes one of her Valentines. I think she has an extra one. No, you can clearly see that she erased someone's son. Uh, was erasing someone's name, man. Put his on there. Okay, yeah. She erases somebody's name, puts his name on there, and gives it to him. So the Valentine says, I choo choo choose you. Which is a pretty cool uh, play on words. It's a nice little yeah. train. There's a little train, picture of a train. And Ralph says, You choo choo choose me? I can't do his voice. With a weird little smile. And uh, Lisa, she looks like she's uh, kind of happy that he's happy. But at the same time, she looks a little concerned. I kind of caught that. I didn't catch that at all. She's uh, just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> well, I didn't clip any of this, but um, the cafeteria lady <laughs> is having a shipment of beef hearts delivered. That's her special Valentine's lunch. Well, as, wa- as all the kids are walking to lunch, there's a big whiteboard that says, special Valentine's, special Valentine's Day lunch. <laughs> and sure enough, yeah. Beef hearts. Ew. And they really look like hearts, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you can actually see, like, the veins and arteries, oh. like the blue. Oh, dude. So nasty. They did a good job there. Yeah, they did. Good animation. Well, after school, Ralph, well, you know, he wants to uh, talk to Lisa more. And I think this is, I mean, before we play the clip, I think this is very gutsy of Ralph. No. To no. go after... No, that's, know, that's what you do. You want something, you go after that's it. That's what I'm saying. That's gutsy. A lot of second graders don't do that. Hey, you miss every puck you don't throw. Okay, Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> you said that wrong. <laughs> I, that's the whole point. It's a, and it's not Wayne Gretzky. It's Michael Scott. Okay, Michael Scott. Okay, well, yeah, Michael Scott said it now. Not Wayne Gretzky. All right, here's a clip, guys. Can I walk you home, Valentine? Sure, I guess. That Valentine sure was funny. <laughs> Glad you liked it. <laughs> it says, choo choo choose me. <laughs> and there's a picture of a train. Yeah, nice gag. Uh, so, do you like stuff? The doctor said I wouldn't have so many nosebleeds if I kept my finger out of there. Well, here's my house. Oh, good old Ralph. Always a good conversation starter, huh? Oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, small talk king. Yeah. Well, Homer and Bart are watching Itchy and Scratchy. That's kind of odd, too. I noticed that. They don't usually watch that car- that sh- cartoon together. They've seen a few episodes. Yeah. But this Maybe. Is a- <laughs> this is a great uh This is pr- This is a pretty funny gag. Um, and anyways, the Itchy and Scratchy cartoon is called My Bloody Valentine. Then, uh, after the show, after the cartoon, Krusty comes on to announce a 29th anniversary show coming up. Hey, kids! Don't forget to watch my 29th anniversary show, featuring clips like this one of Sideshow Mel whacked out on Wowie Sauce. Everyone's always kissing your ass. Well, I'm not afraid to tell you, you're a... Oh, I'd give anything to go to that show. I'd sell my firstborn son. Hey! You'll do as you're told. That is a classic Simpsons line. I mean, just classic Simpsons humor, I guess you could say. All right, well, yeah. Homer, uh, it's pretty 
set on trying to go, and obviously said he will sell his first uh, <laughs> firstborn son. But I think Bart wants to go more. Yeah. Okay, so Lisa tells Mars that Ralph likes her and she wants advice on how to let him down gently. And Homer gives some good advice, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Um, <laughs> that is some good uh, fatherly advice. Yeah. If anybody needs relationship advice, don't go to the mom. The dads, <laughs> the dads know what they're talking about. And see, he says, I'm not gay, but I'll learn. So those are three words you need to know. Well, those are basically, you know, if you try to take them uh Get them away easily. Mm-hmm. Those are the last. Well, that's like your last chance. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is a funny scene too. Ralph asks his dad, Chief Wiggum, for advice. Mm-hmm. Chief Wiggum, what is he doing? He is cracking nuts <laughs> with the butt of his gun. <laughs> On the kitchen table. And mind you, it seems like it will work. Well, it does. It, it's, you know, they're cracking. Except for one, he's been a tough nut to crack. <laughs> Yeah, I like that, huh? So then he, he shoots it and blows a hole through his table. Then, he's, then he uh, gets his gun and goes to the rest of the boat says, let that be a lesson to the rest of you. <laughs> and you know what? It doesn't face him or Ralph, so this is not the first time this happened. Yeah. And just so you kids know, if you're going to be breaking nuts with the with your gun, make sure it's unloaded first. <laughs> Or at least keep the safety on. One of my favorite Wiggum scenes is where Sideshow Bob and, uh, is it Patty or Selma? One of them gets married. And and the and Chief Wiggum's at the wedding and he says, Now where did I leave my gun? And he leaves it right by with the kids. And there's a kid taking a piece of cake off the table. <laughs> and it's just sitting there, totally loaded. Stupid people. All right, well, um, so Ralph is totally in love with Lisa now. And he goes to her house and asks for Lisa, and Homer says, she's in the can. And then Ralph says, I'll do anything for Lisa. Homer says, yes, tells her he's in the can, and go away. Go away. Yeah, go away. She's in the can. Sorry. I'm sorry. Is that right? (laughs) And that's when, yeah. So when Ralph says he'll do anything for Lisa, Homer's like, hmm. Oh, really? And he makes him retard the roof. The next scene, he's out there retarding the roof. <laughs> and then he says to Homer, uh, Mr. Simpson, the fumes are giving me a headache. And Homer just replies, yeah, they'll do that. <laughs> That's what I like. You know what? Never turn away free labor. Oh, boy. That's what I say. All right. Well, we go to Miss Hoover's class, and they are having a President's Day pageant audition i've never even heard of a president's day pageant but hey i mean elementary school had there's a reason for plays like a lot of different plays huh yeah i mean we had a filler on the roof yeah my fair lady that's cool i've selected the cast for our president's day pageant martha washington will be played by lisa simpson (laughs) george washington will be played by ralph wiggum what This is a travesty. Everyone knows I'm the best actor in this ridiculous school. Sit down, Rex. I will not sit down. Someone's gotten to you, you deceitful cow. That's absurd, Rex. Ralph won the part fair and square. That's the signal. Take the boot off the car, boys. (laughs) (laughs) So who is this Rex character? We only see him in this episode and then he's gone. No, I think he may pop up in another one. But he, uh, without him, this episode would not be... It's pretty funny. Yeah. 
Did we all, I, okay, uh, we all had this kid in our class, I'm sure, where he they were a big ham. They wanted every part in the plays. Did you have a kid like that in your class? No. Really? Because that was me. Oh, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so, like like the clip says, Lisa's going to be Martha Washington, Ralph's going to be George Washington, and Lisa's not happy about this because she's trying to, you know, get rid of Ralph. And uh, can we talk about the blackmail? <laughs> well, I mean, I wouldn't call it blackmail. It's more Dirty of, cop? It's more of do what the cop says or she's going to have to walk home. <laughs> so basically the cops just blackmail the teacher. It's, it's pretty funny. Get the part. It's pretty yeah. funny. Okay, um, then Lisa gets a package at her door. It's a Malibu Stacy convertible and two tickets to the show. And Bart is like extremely jealous. Oh, it isn't fair. I'm ten times the Krusty fan you are. I even have the Krusty home pregnancy test. I'm not sure I should go. I don't even like him. You're right, Lise. You shouldn't go. It wouldn't be honest. I'll go, disguised as you. What if he wants to hold hands? I'm prepared to make that sacrifice. What if he wants a kiss? I'm prepared to make that sacrifice. What if he... You don't want to know how far I'll go. Okay, so the pregnancy test that Bart has... The funniest thing, it says, may cause birth defects. How funny is that? Eh, I mean, it's a crusty product, so. And you can yeah. always tell a true crusty product because it has that crusty seal. Seal of approval? Yeah, crusty seal of approval. Yep. That was from another episode. Oh, yeah. I don't remember which one, but. That is from Camp Krusty. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is from Camp Krusty. It all goes back to Camp Krusty. Yep. Which, by the way, was the first, I think it was the first episode of season four, right? Yes, and that was right after summer break. Right. Okay, so it is the first episode. So oh, this yeah. is after. This is yes. episode 15. All right. Uh, so Lisa decides to go. Uh, you know, kind of hesitating, but she decides to go. I think we should discuss for a second how far Bart is willing to go. That's pretty disturbing. Well, I mean, it kind of goes back to uh, Meatloaf's song. I would do anything for love. In this case, I would do anything for... That's uh, actually a very good point, babe. Hey, take it to see uh, the Krusty's... Maybe that's where they got that, the, that line from. Special. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, we all have the stuff we will do for certain things. <laughs> it's true, though. When Bart says, I'm twice as big a fan of, of the Krusty show... Ten times a bit. Yeah. yeah. And it's true. <laughs> he even has the Krusty... Krusty home brand. pregnancy test. <laughs> if you look at his room, room, there's this one episode. I think it's the one where the Krusty... It's called Krusty Gets Busted. And he gets framed for the the robbery at Quickie Mart, uh-huh. and he's got like everything in his room is crusty, just like Preston has everything Mickey in his room. <laughs> well, we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, we're working on it. Okay, Lisa and Ralph are on their way to the show in the back of the patrol car. Lisa asks Chief Wiggum how he got the tickets. <laughs> he tells him the story about how he and Krusty were at a porno movie together. No. Yeah. They weren't at a porno movie together. Well, not together. Uh, Krusty was in there at a nudie uh, movie theater watching a movie. Uh-huh. And then uh, Chief Wiggum walks in behind him with a big bag of popcorn. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. <laughs> and says, well, so this is a great movie, isn't it? <laughs> That's when Krusty pans like, is this a bus? He's like, yeah. Yeah, so he, he blackmails him too. Well, I mean, the funniest thing is uh, Lisa says, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wiggums, I don't think this story is uh, appropriate for children. He's like, well, at least this uh, this version, I still have my pants on. Oh, gosh. 
That is that wouldn't fly. That would not fly these days in a show. Yeah, well, it wouldn't. Like I said, uh, that's when TV was great. Exactly, <laughs> that is when TV was great. Okay, so we're at the anniversary show, and uh, Krusty shows some old clips. The first one is Robert Frost from 1963. Robert Frost was a poet. If nobody knows who Robert Frost is, do you know who Robert Frost is? Do you know what he wrote? Uh, My Fair Lady. No! <laughs> He's a poet! Robert Frost. He wrote... I'll, the only way I know Robert Frost is because in The Shawshank Redemption, he talks about um, the this little... Uh, green meadow that robert it's like a robert frost poem he says remember that you don't remember that movie do you no i mean i'm probably butchering that too are we gonna get into this movie (laughs) no we're not gonna get into shawshank i know you don't like shawshank i know that it's not that i don't like it i think it's just kind of you know what i will stop right there okay well i'm just gonna list a couple of of robert frost poems so we'll honor him the road not taking taken (laughs) uh that's the only one i've heard of actually the road not taken he was just a very kind of recluse poet okay and and of course since his name is robert frost Krusty has to uh pile <laughs> snow on him oh yeah that was pretty funny <laughs> then he says we uh, we talked about this and i agree not to do this oh yeah. we agreed this we wouldn't do this oh Krusty. it's funny that they had to have a talk about that yeah <laughs> and then the other clip he shows is <laughs> Krusty's singing break on through to the other side by the doors and his Jim Morrison impression is so funny because he's wearing the leather pants and the no no shirt, and he uh, he lays down the floor and like screams just like Jim Morrison does. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh God, this is always death. All right. Oh no! Please don't show me with Ralph. What's your name, son? Ralph. And is this your girlfriend, Ralph? Yes. And when I grow up, I'm going to marry her. No! Now you listen to me. I don't like you. I never liked you. And the only reason I gave you that stupid Valentine is because nobody else would. Watch this, Lise. You can actually pinpoint the second when his heart rips in half. And now. Oh. Well, Ralph is pretty heartbroken, obviously. And he's sitting at the parks, and he's trying to feed the ducks, but the ducks are rejecting his the bread he feeds, he's throwing at him. So, so at least, he says, at least you guys like me. At least you guys like then me. just look at him and he's like, ah, no. That's just like adding insult to injury at that point, huh? Chief Wiggum comes up to him and tries to console him. And then we see a funny scene of uh, him. Well, Chief Wiggum's talking about how he's an he's a, he's a impressive cop, right? Something like that. Yeah, and uh, basically... There's an impression that uh, his family, he's going to be after his family. It's like, nobody messes with the chief of police. <laughs> then he goes to touch his badge and he realizes uh, the badge is not there. He looks down and sure enough, a duck has it and he's taking it off. He's like, come back here. I need that. And uh, his, he can't catch him. Then he's like, ah, it's all right. <laughs> he can't uh, catch a duck. That's pretty sad. Hey, those ducks going to be fast. Well, Chief Wiggum is after Homer now. Something wrong, officer? Yeah. Got a tail light out. Where? Right there. You know, one day honest citizens are going to stand up to you crooked cops. They are? Oh, no. Have, have they set a date? Well, today is the President's Day pageant. 
and there's a sign that says, Hooray for President's Day. Uh-huh. And then under it, it says, You must see it to get course credit. Signed, Principal Skinner. That's pretty funny, huh? Well, I mean, that's one way to get him into the door. Oh, my gosh. Too funny. He's so, like, serious about everything. You know what? I don't disagree with that. You <laughs> know what? I think if your child is in a play, you should be forced to go and suffer just like the rest of them. <laughs> that's true. Those plays are pretty bad from yeah. elementary school. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh, I, I told you, I used to be I used to be in old plays. That doesn't surprise me and at I all. I don't even know why. I don't remember enjoying it. I really don't. I yeah. think I enjoyed all the chaos. Cause there was a lot of chaos, All the adults, huh? all the teachers, and all like the parents would be like panicking. And us as kids were like, we just kind of in here just to, you know, cut out of class, honestly. I always was so scared I was going to forget my lines, and I usually did. Uh if you do, then you're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, it's a kid's play. I mean, it's not Broadway here. Okay, so then they have a... This is one of the popular Simpsons songs called The President's Song. Oh, uh, no, the least, the less known president song. That's true, The Mediocre Presidents. Yeah. <laughs> We are the mediocre presidents. You won't find our faces on dollars or on cents. There's Taylor, there's Tyler, there's Fillmore, and there's Hayes. There's William Henry Harrison. I died in 30 days. We are the adequate, forgettable, occasionally regrettable caretaker presidents of the U. So I've seen this episode about a hundred times, and I have always wondered who William Henry Harrison is. Really? Yes! Oh my goodness. I don't know all the presidents. He's our 23rd president. No, he's not, honey. I have, the, I have the information right here. Okay. He's the ninth president. I was close. And he really did die within 30 days of his presidency, of, of being inaugurated. Man, dysentery was no joke, I'm telling you. It wasn't you. dysentery. It was, <laughs> it was a typhoid. Well, he, they don't actually know what, what killed him. But in uh, on April 4th, 1841, like I said, 30 days after being sworn in, he died of either typhoid, pneumonia, or paratyphoid fever. Whatever, paratyphoid. I try and think of my medical terminology what paratyphoid is. Para means uh, back of the foot. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't remember right now what it means. So... He really did. So, you know, that that's a very true statement in that song. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, it happens. Yeah. Well, of course, Bart, perfect cast choice, is John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> and Milhouse is Abraham Lincoln. That's another perfect cast choice, too. Does he look like an Abraham Lincoln? He does. Yeah. He just has that facial structure. So they have their scene together where Bart kills him. And he shoots him with a Nerf gun, which is so funny because that was... Very 90s. Well, I mean, not as that, but uh, instead of just shooting him like he's supposed to, he's like, prepare to die. Right. He, tos- he totally uh, annihilates him. And, and then... Uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Oh, my God. No. Uh, Homer. No, but before that, uh, then uh, Millhouse does not want to get killed, so they start battling. Then Homer... <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm sorry. This so they completely cool. changed the whole... The history. They changed history. Yeah, and well, he ends up shooting him. Yeah, and then he starts uh, shooting at the other actors all around. 
<laughs> but wait a minute. If you know what happened with Abraham Lincoln, I've been to Ford Theater. Honey, I think everybody knows what happened. Uh, okay, yeah, but oops. But what happened is he was shot in the back or in the back of the head. Yeah. So Bart completely changes history and like <laughs> pins him down to the ground and shoots him. So a little side note. Uh, he didn't that night. Abraham Lincoln did not want to go to the theater. But of course, his wife nagged him into it, saying, "Oh, it's not gonna kill you to go." Lesson learned. Is that true? Yeah, that's very true. That sounds about. That sounds like it might be true. So, ladies and gentlemen, do not nag your uh, husbands into going to theater sometimes. <laughs> well, when you're a president, I mean, you gotta be careful going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, then it's Ralph and Lisa, and they're acting their scene out, and. He hesitates before throwing her valentine in the fire. Well, mm-hmm. first, Lisa does her lines. And I will say, I was extremely disappointed with that. Because her having the basically the second lead role, her performance was very mediocre. Compared like, to his? Extremely mediocre. And, Man, uh, you, are, you are harsh. Well, you know what? Uh, I have to stand up for my boy Ralph, right? Yeah, I know. But, um, yeah, Lisa have, puts on a uh, very mediocre performance. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's uh, Ralph's turn. And thinking Ralph, oh, it's Ralph, he's going to, you know, like, make a joke of it. You know what? His, he was hurt. He definitely was hurt. Oh, yeah. So, us... Uh, First love. Tell you, yeah. He, yeah. He gets a card that Lisa gave him. Takes a, you know, good look. A deep breath. Toss it in the fire. And then... Yeah, and then he completely just changes his his mood. His demeanor. Yeah, his demeanor. He gets into character, and he does such a great performance. He does a stellar performance, and everybody loves it, even the bullies. <laughs> Nelson, Jimbo, and what was the other one's name? Oh, goodness. Joe's getting all the stuff. Nelson, Jimbo, and Kearney. Kearney, yeah. And they say... This makes me want to learn more about our founding fathers. To the library. To the library. And of course, Patty and Selma are tearing up, yeah. which is, it is interesting, isn't it? Well, that's what we're discussing. Like, why would they be there? They have no kids. And yes, Alyssa made a good point that they are there to support, you know, Bart and Lisa. That's their but aunt. I'm, but I'm like, yeah, you, as an aunt and uncle, you really don't go to their place. That is very they're true. They're not very good. That is very true. Some Occasionally, my grandma would come to our place when she was in town. If it was a very important play. Like, if my brother was the lead, she'd come to the place. But no other family members. Yeah. Just parents and well, brothers and sisters. <laughs> but you know who else to put uh, to be put into that scene? Okay, so Ralph is popular all of a sudden. He's, he's signing autographs, and everybody loves him. And he finally kind of found his purpose. Yeah, and uh, I think what sealed it was the scene right before that, after the intermission, when he is in uh, his deathbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you did. And, Sorry, honey. And okay. the best thing about that, I mean, he's he's still throwing great performance out there. And Rex, who was supposed to be the best, <laughs> the best actor <laughs> in the whole school, comes in with a uh, Is it soup? It was broth, yeah. Oh, wow, that was yeah. broth. I'm sorry. Back in the day, it was broth. It says... Uh, your broth, your broth sir. sir. He's like, <laughs> and then Ralph's like, I didn't order no broth. I should beat you in the back with the uh, with your cane. With this cane. Then, yeah, that's pretty sad. The best actor was put down to, you know. Yeah, that's what that. happens sometimes. You know what? Sorry, quick note. When we're in school, I'm not going to mention her name because I don't put want to put her on blast, but 
Uh, I highly doubt she listens to my podcast. Yeah, but still, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna throw her down name out there. But she was a good friend of mine. Uh, things, you know, changed, which is fine. And um, but in one of the plays, she played a rock, which could easily be put be we could have gotten like a fake rock, you know, something. And what was sad is at the end of a performance, you know, you take a cast picture. Oh my gosh! And she had a. Uh, like a sign on her chest that said rock. No way. And you know what? I'm sorry. I think, as a matter of fact, I think she actually had that sign on her during the play. So you can identify that she wasn't like something else. That she was just a, a rock. She wasn't... They couldn't just build a rock? Dude, we had an awesome shop class. Yeah. You could easily build a rock or just not even have a rock. The rock added nothing to the play. Yeah. But, yeah, that was pretty funny. That is pretty funny. But, you know, okay, going back to the play, Ralph uh, delivers a stellar, a good performance. Yeah. And his last line is like, you know, he knows he's going to die. He's like, well, the only thing I like to take with me is uh, my my truth loves kiss. Mm -hmm. And then he dies. And, man, does that house erupt. Yeah. Yeah, and and he kisses her hand. Yeah. It's not a little, it's not like a Romeo and Juliet type kiss. (laughs) Which is so phenomenal. And then, yes, then uh, he is Mr. Hot Potato. Yeah, everybody loves him. And that's he kind of found his purpose, didn't he? Lisa! Hi, Ralph. You were great tonight. Aw, thanks. I've got something for you. Let's be friends. It says bee, and there's a picture of a bee on it. <laughs> I thought you'd like it. Look at that. Attention all units. Riot in progress at... Not tonight. Well, that's a nice happy ending, isn't it? Yeah, you can really tell. I mean, listen, and you can tell that um, Ralph is a real sweetheart, and he's just... He is just a great person overall. He does... He is a little quirky, you know, it's understandable, but deep down, he just wants to be loved. Mm-hmm. And, and by the end of this episode, I think he is. I think people respect him a lot more. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like I said, this is kind of one of the reasons why uh, Ralph is one of my favorite characters. That and uh, all the stuff that he gets into constantly. I mean, he Ralph he develops very well. They they did a good job on that. Yeah, yeah, they did. Um, he he kind of goes back to his dumb self, but he's still yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's part of it. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, he's the dumb kid in class. He's the one that still eats the paint, the you know the the glue. And when they have the nice race at the uh, in the school bus with the fruit. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I also banana. remember that episode, uh, and it you know it doesn't happen very often where Bart becomes friends with Ralph. Yeah. And they buy the uh, or they they go into the abandoned prison. Mm-hmm. Is that the same episode? Yep. Yeah. They still. Oh yeah. They yeah. That is for another day. I know. Oh lordy. <laughs> okay, so. Um, I was I was looking this up, babe, because I could have sworn that it, uh, in a future episode, like where they do the future, literally they do future uh-huh. episodes, that she mar- Lisa married Ralph. Do you remember that? I don't remember him marrying Ralph at all. I do remember that uh, Bart and Ralph lived together. Oh, yeah. This is, we had to stop because I, like I fell off the helicopter. Yeah, they were like getting high together, huh? They weren't doing drugs. Yes, they were. They were drinking beer. They were they were getting high together. But no, um, I could be wrong on that, guys. Don't quote me. But no, Lisa ended up marrying Millhouse. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
but I thought I could, so I had to look it up because I really remembered. And then I and on Wikipedia it did say that she had one episode where she was she she pictured marrying Ralph in the future, but it didn't really. It wasn't an episode. It was just yeah. kind of like a flash forward kind of thing. All right. Well, that is the end. And um, like I said, this is a classic episode. It's one of the classic episodes of The Simpsons that yeah. I, I can think of, especially on Valentine's Day. It's it's the first. Whenever I hear of Valentine's Day, I think of this this episode. No, definitely. There's there's you know the Office has a good Valentine's Day one, but this is a good one too. Mm. No. No. I think they were trying too hard at that point. Well, this is classic. This is before The Office. This is before all those other shows. Thank you guys for joining or for listening today. Um, and um, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can go to When TV Was Great Podcast. I have a group there you can join. And I'll be posting pictures and information about the episodes. I've been posting. I had my Wonder Years episode last week, and I posted a picture of my friend and I when we met uh, Paul Pfeiffer from The Wonder Years. So that was pretty cool. I don't think we talked about this one when we did our first Simpsons podcast. We went to, it was like a Simpsons uh, musical show at the Hollywood oh, Bowl. That was really cool. What was it called? Simpsons? Was it an uh, anniversary? No, it was just a. It was just a big live concert. Conan O'Brien was there. Yeah. And it was real cool. Wasn't Weird Al there? Yes. Weird Al oh, was there. Course. Yeah. This was at the. Um, Oh my god, my camera's still... The Hollywood Bowl. Far. Yeah, the Hollywood Bowl. Mm-hmm. It was a really awesome night. Um, a lot of fireworks. They had all. They didn't have this song, but they had like the Quickie Mart, Who Needs a Quickie oh, Mart. Yeah. They had um, the Stonecutter song. Well, they had a whole bunch They of had stuff. all the popular songs from the early seasons. Well, and let's not give it all away. Let's keep it for the next one. Well, I don't have any videos to show. Well, <laughs> I'll show pictures. Though. We have pictures we can post. Well, there's video, but uh, they might be copyrighted. <laughs> That's very true. It is Fox. <laughs> no, it is. Oh, now Disney. it's now it's Disney. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, like I said, here. join me on Win This TV Was Great podcast on Facebook, and also leave me a review on iTunes. I'd appreciate that. And honey, do you have anything to say? Um, happy Valentine's Day to everyone. I hope everybody has a, a someone special. And if Aww. you di- and if you don't, um, well, you know what? Lucky you. <laughs> I'm taking my hug back. Yeah. And um, please, everybody, remember, be safe, keep your distance, and if you go to a hotel for Valentine's Day, please tip the cleaning ladies. <laughs> they have a very messy job to clean up the oh, next day. Oh, God. This is Cisco signing off. Oh, that was a nice sign off. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. On that note, we will end. Right. We'll see you next week. Cupid. Don't you hear me calling you? I need you, Cupid. Help me.
Cupid, don't you hear me? 